Welcome back, guys, to the 12 Rants of Christmas right here on the Page 180 podcast feed. And guys, it's that time of year when we try and focus on the best parts of life. And with this in mind, may look to kind of reevaluate our priorities as we head into the new year. And many people to will choose at this time of year to eschew negativity as a whole and pledge to look on the bright side of life, reciting the popular phrase, positive vibes only, as a mantra. And you know what? I have a special Christmas message for those who already live their lives by this mantra, which those looking to take it up might wish to consider. Fuck off. And you may be thinking as I say that, Jer, how can you have an issue with people looking to add some positivity in their lives, especially in this world where mental health issues are so prevalent? And that's a fair question, but it's also wrong. When I say to you guys, have a happy new year, I want to be clear here. I I mean it. I'm generally hopeful your 2024 is filled with joy and, I'm being honest here, positivity. I hope those you love are healthy, that you get the good news you've been waiting for and that you hit every one of your goals for the year. But the one way you actually won't succeed in all of that is by becoming one of these smug and annoying twats, loudly proclaiming how positive they are and decrying the negativity that they've seemingly put in the rearview mirror. That's because this mindset in practice is one of the most toxic and negative ones I've actually ever encountered. People who loudly declare their positive mindset are generally the type of people who are only ever doing it either as a stick to beat other people with or as a way to try and claim some moral superiority over others. And I think the reason I've become so allergic and openly hostile towards it is because of how these kind of people express it. Think for a second, not about the people in your life who crow loudest about this, but instead about the people in your life that actually come to mind when you think of sources of consistent joy for you. And first off, when you're trying to think of the contrast between the people who say it and the people who actually are it, the question I'd ask you is, they're not the same people, are they? And that's really weird, huh? That's probably because the people in your life who constantly go on about their positive mindset are always, always doing it in a way that actually puts other people's mindsets down. People are always gonna try and put you down, but rise above it and be your best self. Positive vibes only, XOXO, is the kind of nonsense that they'll come out with. You see it a lot on X and Twitter today, for example, where people are like, I can't stand this place anymore. It's become a cesspool for negativity and I just don't want that in my life, they'll post, knowing that the only people who read it will be other people on the website who they're vaguely referring to as contributing towards that negativity. And it's always so non-specific too. The thing that makes them angry is just general negativity, which can mean whatever they want it to mean, and more importantly, be perceived however people reading it want to take it, which they know the default that everyone takes these kind of nonsense, vague posts. Do you remember we used to have vague booking when Facebook was a thing? To question their own mentality, it only makes others around them feel insecure and like they're the ones who are actually wrong. Uh, and the, again, these people are superior superior to them so basically the message amounts to in practice everything i think and feel is right aka positive and if you ever disagree with me you're being negative and there's something wrong with you it's actually one of the most narcissistic trains of thought someone can engage in never mind the fact that it's just not how the brain works in the real world and not being able to acknowledge that just shows extremely low emotional intelligence on their part 
The best, most universal example I can think of to kind of explain how damaging attempting to follow this mindset can be is actually one of my favorite movies of all time. One of those wh whose sequel I'm equally uh, eagerly anticipating next year. That's Pixar's Inside Out, which I'm now going to discuss with spoilers. So be warned if you haven't seen it yet. And in fact, you know what? If you haven't seen it, it's Christmas. You've got time. Don't lie. So pause this, watch it now, and then come back and thank me afterwards. Inside Out follows uh, a child, Riley, who's grown up happily with her loving parents by introducing us to personifications of her core emotions, uh, which we meet as sad, sadness, joy, anger, fear, and disgust. Given her happy upbringing until we meet her, joy is the dominant emotion and ringleader trying to marginalize the impact of sadness, which she sees as a threat. However, as Riley moves to San Francisco away from her family childhood home, Joy notices sadness turning happy memories into ones that now actually upset Riley. Joy tries to protect Riley by pushing all of the sadness away, but that only leads to the two of them getting lost together and instead 11 year old Riley finds herself being controlled by anger, fear and disgust with disastrous results. Bing bong fades away and we're all devastated. That doesn't help the message I'm trying to make. I just want to acknowledge that it's really sad when bing bong fades away. But long story short, after spending the entire movie trying to resist her, Joy realizes that sadness is a natural part of life and for Joy to exist, sadness has to also. And can I just say, what a fucking movie lads like that's made for younger children to be able to understand really complex emotions and it's told in a way that they can and did it was pixar's largest ever opening for an original uh, movie it was the second largest ever opening behind toy story 3 at the time and made over 850 million dollars at the box office worldwide it rated 98 percent fresh on rotten tomatoes and it is ranked within imdb's top 200 films of all time Yet despite this being among the most watched and beloved movies of the past decade with a message made that is simple enough for even children to digest, is every positive vibes only person not literally saying the exact same thing that Joy said at the start of the movie? Here are some harsh and perhaps not very Christmassy realities for you. You are going to die one day. Everyone you love will also die, many of whom without any warning and some in very preventable circumstances. You live in a world where much of it is ravaged by war, where innocent women and children are victims daily, and in places not ravaged by war, there's a global warming crisis calling, causing many species of animals to go extinct, and perhaps destroying the planet in ways that generations of your family, who will be here while you're alive, will be affected by. If you live in Ireland, just a few weeks ago, racists attempt to burn your capital city down. Seriously, I could literally smell the burning from my balcony just feet away from where I record this. It's near impossible for young people to buy houses and Conor McGregor might run for president. And of all the things I've listed, the last thing may be the most scary. If you can hear all of that and still only find reasons for positivity and joy, then frankly, you're a psychopath. If you choose to ignore all of that and focus on positives, you're not actually living in the real world. You're just denying yourself the, the realities of the planet that you're living on. And particularly if you've got kids or anyone in your care who relies on you for protection and some of that doesn't absolutely terrify you and keep you up at night, then you're totally irresponsible. Positivity and joy isn't just a choice or a light switch you can just flick on and off as you like. 
these people may argue that we can't choose what happens but we can choose what we focus on but if you have a loved one pass away suddenly and decide just not to focus on that first off it's not possible and it's also not healthy that's how addiction gets started that's how people end up drinking too much or taking stuff they shouldn't do or uh, being really self-destructive in their life it's actually acknowledging it dealing with it and processing the emotions in a healthy way that allows us to move on and be continue to be positive one day Positivity and joy is something that's earned. It's not a permanent state and nor should it be, nor is it even possible for it to be because without sadness, you cannot actually experience joy. Sometimes the two even go hand in hand. Why do you think some of the movies that bring us the most happiness, like Inside Out, for example, are the ones that also make us cry? Why do you think that when people we love die, we go to funerals and wakes, which are traumatic and upsetting on one hand, but on the other can also be really nice as we take time to remember and appreciate the times we shared with those people in a way that we probably don't get a chance to do while they're alive. And look, it's admirable to be optimistic. It's admirable to look for the positives in every situation, no matter how bleak and always strive for positivity. But to see it as a right and promote a way of life that has an almost intolerance for any other emotions to set yourself up to fucking explode or fall apart one day, like Joy who becomes permanently activated with stress out of worry when she's afraid sadness is going to overwhelm Riley. And maybe that's why these people are so aggressive with their positivity. Maybe that's why they're so their declarations are so pointed, confrontational, and designed to make others feel inferior for feeling otherwise. But just know that if you see that and feel that way, then it's these people, the positive vibes only people, who are doing it wrong. If you had a happy Christmas and are relishing the positivity a new year can bring, great. But if you had a shit Christmas and have no idea what life will look like this time next year, you're not wrong for feeling that way, and that's okay too. There's no one right way to feel or exist. Positivity, negativity, let yourself just go on the journey life is going to take you on anyway because you only have a limited say on what that is. But if you acknowledge that, if you let joy and sadness live in harmony, then take the wheel whenever they need, you'll probably end up all right in the end. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm too sad to walk. Just give me a few hours, but it's okay because crying helps me slow down and obsess over the weight of life's problems. We'll be back tomorrow on the 12 Rants of Christmas.